guess what I'm wearing today? Give me a give me a hint. Don't tell me. Just give me a hint. Uh, it's all attached. Uh, like, so are you? You're in your birthday suit? No. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Wait. What does that mean then? It's all attached. Uh, all, all no. It's not attached to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the clothing is all attached. Uh, is it a onesie of some kind? Is it's it the romper? Oh, okay, your romper. Okay. <laughs> when you said it's all attached, I was. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a weird way to say you're nude. No, I don't. I don't want to destroy this chair. Like I don't want to have to throw my <laughs> my chair out. Right? Because who knows what leaks out of me? What convinced you or possessed you to wear the romper today? Well, it's supposed to be really hot today, and it, it's just super comfortable. But I did. I came to realize. Um, I mean, as much as I feel like. A romper is kind of like the perfect thing to wear in the summer. There's a caveat there where I just realized a fatal flaw. And that is right before we started recording, I had to go to the bathroom and and do the thing like the dirtiest thing you can do in there. You know, the the yeah. thing that right. that makes everyone flee. Like stripped down completely, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Like your rompers between your feet. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way to do it other than to basically pull this thing entirely off your body (laughs) and then roll it up between your ankles. So it's not just like, you know, wrapped around that dirty toilet. Yeah. (laughs) So the only comparison that I have is when I'm, when I dress up in the Spider-Man costume because right. I, I can't do anything without like taking that whole thing off. Yeah. I, and I realize now that I'm tempting fate if I go out in public with this thing on again, because we know I poop a lot. So <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can wear this in public again, not for shame, but just because you don't want that thing all over public bathroom floors. Yeah, it's it's more for cleanliness and <laughs> trying to preserve my health. From my experience uh, dressing as Spider-Man in the past, I would say if you're going to wear it in public, limit your liquid intake and probably don't eat a whole lot. Especially not any foods that are maybe diuretic in any way. Or wear a diaper. Or just wear a diaper, yeah. That's a yeah. That's an idea. I was gonna say good idea, but then I second guessed myself. Welcome to the Nerd Sloth Podcast, where two lazy nerds talk about whatever we've got the energy for. My name's Chris. I'm Joseph. I've got a lot of video game things that I wanted to talk about today. But first, I wanted to ask you, because you did the thing you did last week. You went to another convention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This and was I can kind hear of it a- in your voice, because the last episode, too, you had that real, like, groggy post con voice where you're like yeah uh yeah i had a real good time last night Uh." yeah no it's because like there was so much shouting yesterday because uh for various reasons i'll tell you why who are you shouting at why are you screaming at them i'll explain so i I went to akon which is a a texas um anime convention i think also in a rapper yes but in this case it was just the the anime convention in dallas and uh, I did this thing that was cool. It was it was like a speed dating thing, but it was speed friending. And I was like, let me see what that's about. So oh. I did it. And the shouting came in because it's like 100 people in a room and you're just kind of like rotating chairs and you're trying to all talk to each other at the same time. So you have to shout. You have to shout to even hear oh. each other talk. But it was really interesting because it's like, do you find people you have things in common with in the short yeah, I don't know. We maybe had a minute to talk to each person, maybe two. I don't know exactly. And uh, at the end of it, it's like if you connected with anybody, it's just like speed dating in that sense where you like put 
I don't know, your information in their little box. And then by the end of it, it's almost like if you think about uh, like elementary school Valentine's Day boxes where it's like you just <laughs> drop it in there. Yeah. And like the guy kept saying, like the moderator kept saying like, okay, some of you are going to get a lot of numbers and some of you might get no numbers. So expect that. <laughs> Be prepared for it. <laughs> That's that was a really, rough. It was rough. Yeah. yeah. I luckily like... I think I got 75% of the people I talked to gave me their information and we oh, cool. got in touch. And yeah, there's some people who are super into board games. So I'm like, oh, great. This is good. This is what I was looking for. And then also um, some people who were okay. So this chains off into the next thing. So uh, somebody gave me their information and then they were like, hey, are you going to the rave tonight? And I was like, oh, what? Like, what's that? And they're like, yeah, it's it's part of the after party thing for Akon. I was like, uh, yeah, why not? So last night I, I I came back home because it was only like a 20 minute drive for me to get up there. And then I, you know, I took care of everything I needed to. And then I went back out to the convention center for the rave. And so that's probably why I'm also sounding pretty hoarse is because I you're shouting in there too to talk to anybody. So some of the people that I met at the friend thing were there because I wouldn't have gone if I didn't know anybody. But now I kind of knew them. So I went there, hung out with them, had a good time. But I was out till like 2 a.m. So I was shouting just for at least half of the day yesterday. So if I sound hoarse, that's why. Explanation. Yep. So this rave, did you have like a, did you have a glowing binky? Did you have any glow sticks? (laughs) There there were glow sticks. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It was like, it it was what I would have thought a rave to be, except with a lot more people in anime costumes. It was great. Yeah, that's fun. How was the smell? Not as bad as I was expecting it to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe people are starting to get better about bathing during That's conventions. Good. Maybe. Yeah. I, I've I've never been to a, just a complete anime convention. I've been to um, some horror conventions. I've been to um, comic ones. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to plenty of comic conventions. You know. I I've been to San Diego Comic Con a few times. Uh. And, but I've always heard that out of all of them, the straight up anime conventions are always the the stinkiest ones. Oh, okay. so it's just I was just curious, like no, how I, I, how oniony this one was, how fragrant. I, it wasn't that bad, at least not in the uh, at the rave things. So maybe the stinky people stayed home or something. Not sure. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was a good time. It was just a lot, a lot of shouting and a lot of energy. Um, so yeah, it's fun. It's cool. Did you, are there any people that you're just like, Hey, I have a board game group now. Like I'll be able to play games with. Well, one, it was interesting because one of the people who, uh, got in touch with me, it was this dude and he was like, Hey, like, or if you're local, I have a board game group and like, maybe you can come play with us sometime. And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. I would love that. <laughs> So yeah. we'll probably keep in touch. And he's also a voice actor, too. So hey. I was like, oh, interesting. But he I think he's like probably in his 20s. So he's still early on in his career. But sure. it's uh, still either way. Cool. It'll be fun to have somebody to chat with about and play. Yeah, board that's games awesome. With. That's really cool. And he's into all the same things as us. So. Yep, exactly. Cool. That's why that was the interesting part about it, too. Was it like you're at a convention with the common so the common interest is already there it's just like chaining off from that do you have enough in common to want to stay in touch that was sort of the idea of it i i love the idea that they did that too because it's just like do you think they're like you know what anime nerds are so introverted we've got them to, we need to get them to become friends i like, think <laughs> yeah i gotta, think that's part of it Honestly, they've got to talk somehow. How do we make this happen? But and because one of the girls I was talking to in that event, she was like her opening thing was like, I'm just super shy and I don't like I don't know what to talk about. And I was like, oh, man, like, come on, I'll ask you some questions. And then we went through it. But she was just so shy. So I, I could see that happening. I only got to meet like a, maybe a quarter of the people in there because there were so many people and like they had to do it in all of this in an hour. So, yeah, we didn't get through everybody. But uh, what I was like really thinking was, man, I can't imagine what it would feel like to not get any like cards or whatever. Yeah. Like that's got to be like super depressing. Yeah. I feel like I would have flashbacks 
like all the way to like, you know, middle school gym class where I was like one of the least athletic kids and the last to be picked on a team. <laughs> yeah, like you just you just get there by default because they needed another person. Or it was just like, you know, you have to pick every kid in class. So it's like by default, I end up on such and such team because right. Or the last ones to pick. (laughs) Yeah. Or it's like, uh, uh, here, Chris, you're going to help me today. You're the coach's assistant for the day. because Nobody would pick you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You're the water boy today. I'm laughing at that, but I'm crying inside because that happened to me before because I I was asthmatic as a kid. So I really couldn't do a whole lot. So was I. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Oh. man. God, we were losers. Yeah. Yeah. Really the definite what you think of, like when you see something that says like, um, this is what a nerd is like. And it's like this most stereotypical, like big glasses um, has an inhaler. Uh, everything like that. That was literally what I was uh, growing oh, up. Man. So that was based on me. I think that whole thing. I had the inhaler, but I didn't have the glasses until like I was much, much older. Okay. So. No, I had glasses. I probably came out of my mom with the glasses on. <laughs> you were born with them. I was born. Yeah, with they them. developed yeah. in the womb. Love <laughs> they that. were attached to me like your romper. Yeah. Uh. So have you been? Did you play more Tears of the Kingdom or have you gotten a chance yet? Yeah, I have been playing some like when I've had opportunities to, but it is such a dense game. Like, it's great. I I really like the game because there's so much to do. But that's also Mm -hmm. the problem with it, with my limited time is that there's so much to do. I still haven't even really touched on the main story much at all, but I'm probably like 20 something hours into it of just like exploring. And I haven't even explored like I probably explored like half the map, I think maybe, maybe, maybe. And that's not including like all the little things that because there's also like the the depths and the uh, sky area. Yeah. And I'm just talking about ground. I've explored 50 percent of that. So I still have a ton of sky to explore, a ton of the depths to explore. So, yeah, I'm I've barely made a dent in that game, but I'm enjoying it still. Good. So, like, have your your fears of the game been assuaged at this point? Like, because I remember before it came out, you and I were talking amongst ourselves about how, like, we were kind of worried about how gimmicky this one was going to be with all the building mechanics and stuff like that. Are you finding that you're liking that at this point? Yeah, or, well, yeah, not that I'm liking it for the gimmicks, but the the gimmicks are a lot more limited than I was initially thinking. So like sure. you see people building these like giant machines, these mechs or like I saw I literally saw someone build an X-wing yesterday. <laughs> oh um, man. And uh but the caveat to that is that's expensive to do all that, or at least like takes a lot of time to do and you only have a limited battery with it. And then when it's done, it's just done. And yeah. so like it, you can let it recharge or whatever, but it's still like you can't do a lot with those giant machines. They're just there for show. It's basically they're doing it for the TikToks, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's there's there's not really it's not like you can run through the game with the and maybe there's ways to do that and i'm sure people are doing it that way and i know people are using like those item duplicating glitches but you know that's for them that's just like back when you know the game genie was out and people are using cheat codes on everything it's like that's just the way some people like to play and that's fine it's just not the way i do yeah i think that's a bummer i think it, it it's kind of dumb to me when like a, a new game comes out and your go-to immediately is to cheat it's like man you didn't even try yet like <laughs> just play the game first. yeah but it's it's like not even in it in some for some people to like want to i don't know actually play through a game like that they just want to go maybe the easy i don't know if it's like the easiest route or just like you know i'm not sure honestly i don't have that mentality so i can't say but it would be like people who play The Sims and immediately do like a, a money cheat. It's like, all right, I'm a millionaire. Yeah. So let me just build everything I want to. So they're not doing it so much for the challenge as much as just like, I don't know, the end game maybe or just like to make it a completely seamless kind of experience yeah. where they don't have to go searching for mats or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of get the I, the idea of like not having to do the grind. Like, I mean, that part, I guess I can sure. kind of understand because grinding just really 
that that grates on me sometimes. Your gears. Yeah. Yeah, grinding grinds my gears. When <laughs> I like start playing a game and I find that there's so much grind to it, sometimes that like makes me I don't know, get bored and then I'm like, yeah, I'll see what else is out. I'm gonna play something else. That, that's really sort don't the, revisit. The challenge with MMOs is like there's yeah. that inherent grind you're gonna have. And really some like JRPGs, not all, but some. Some are paced really well, but there are some where it's like Oh, there's no way I can do this without fighting a hundred like I don't know blobs or something, so I can level right. up enough to take on this boss. And it's like that's just bad game design. That just if you're having to rely on someone doing the same thing over and over again just to hit a point, then you just haven't paced your game well. Yeah, I agree with that. And speaking of JRPGs, I've been playing the heck out of Octopath Traveler too. I saw week. you jump on that. I was surprised. Yeah, yeah I didn't know you were oh, into that. Oh, man. I'm so deep into it right now. Oh, my goodness. I, I'm loving this game. It's okay, so good. What, what character did you choose as your start? Um, I'm playing Throne A. She's my girl. She Which is one? The, is she the thief? The thief. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I got to tell you, like, just being able to, like, rob everybody is just so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just constantly stealing from folks, and it is so satisfying. What I really like about that game is like the different experiences everyone's having, at least from the start, where you're choosing a different class on a different path, unless you've played all of them or whatever. Like I chose the priest. I just wanted to see what he was like. And it's like an interesting experience. because I'm not usually magic users to start. I, I like to do like you do usually either thief or uh, a warrior or something somewhere where I can get more, you know, face to face or hands on with something. So this is a unique experience for me really cool story uh but casting a lot of holy spells which is interesting so i'm i'm liking it but it's just a way different experience than you're having i'm sure like you're stealing from people and i'm like persuading people to join my cause he was the first person i picked up to join my party after oh, okay. i started with Rene, because he was yeah. the, the next person i ran into so I'm very familiar with him too, and he's been great. Uh, so my party right now, um, I think I've actually picked up all of the characters except for one. I think I'm missing. But um, in, in my my fighting party right now, though, I have those two, the scholar, which I I also really like him because of yeah, the. I've heard really good things about him. I haven't played as him yet. Yeah, he, man, his his spells are so powerful, and it's because he can do elemental spells that can target all enemies, or oh, nice. his his special ability that he gets is he can focus all of that damage on just one target. So instead of spreading it over the entire uh, field of battle, you can do all of that on a single target. So if you That's know... Really smart. Yeah. Yeah, if you know um, one enemy is weak to, let's say, lightning, which is a perk you can get with him. Um, like, he gets an to, ability... To know their weakness? Yeah, he gets an ability later on where you can find out, like, what their weakness is. So if you find out like this one dude is weak to lightning, but not the rest are, then you can use his special ability, focus your lightning attack on just that one dude. And, you know, what might have been, let's say, I don't know, 300 damage on each. All of a sudden you just do like 900 damage on this one (laughs) dude and just Uh, wipe him out in one shot. And it's it feels so good on that same note. How do you how do you like the combat in it? Because it's interesting. It's different from a lot of uh, other games. It, it's the break system where you essentially have to like you're doing very minimal damage until you find what the your enemy is is susceptible to or weak to. And yeah. then like sometimes it's just physical attack. Sometimes it's magic attack. Sometimes it's both. Like They can have multiple types of weaknesses and you just have to exploit those and they'll have a meter that's like, I don't know, it'll say like two on it. And you'll have to do two of your attacks that they're weak to in order to break them so that they are stunned for a turn. And that allows you or your entire party to do like maximum damage to them during that period that they are stunned. Because like, I guess you could kill somebody without breaking them, but it would just take you forever. So it's very it de- that definitely wouldn't be the optimal way to go. 
Yeah, I I actually think it's a pretty cool system in that, one, it adds a little bit more intrigue to the combat itself, which I always like to find in a JRPG, instead Uh of just the straight up attack, defend, item, you know, that kind of thing. So that you're kind of like, sometimes you have to play around a little bit and just see like, you know, what works if you don't know what their weakness is right away. So I like the the idea that sometimes you have to experiment a little bit and see. And then it's so satisfying when they when they break. This is the most satisfying thing to see. And then there's also the idea that you can strategize if you do know what their weakness is. Like, let's say you have, um, you know, your scholar character, he can see, you know, what their weakness is like really quickly. Um, so really fast, you can be like, okay, well, I can use this character to use this spell or this attack. This will probably break them. And then these two enemies will be stunned, basically. And then you might say, okay, while they're stunned, um, these ones aren't actually going to be that much of a threat. So I really don't need to concentrate on them just yet. What I really need to do is work on this really big dude that's going to kick my butt. So I might just want to stun them temporarily and focus on this other guy that's going to be a big problem and wear him down and then come back to them because I can keep breaking them. I really yeah. like that system. Yeah, I, it's probably a break system or any kind of system that allows you to stun is always aces in my book because it's like it's one of my second favorite types of, I guess, JRPG combat. The first being where you're interacting. We've talked about this before, I believe on this show where you're you have to like time your button presses along with the attacks which was you know super mario rpg or costume quest things like that those are the two that come to mind but i'm sure there are others that do the same thing i also i wish pokemon had that too had the time thing yeah um but there's there's times where like i'm about to get hit or something and i i catch myself hitting the button like right as something's to, gonna hit yeah, me because i'm like please minimize block. the damage please block yeah. it yeah 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 that you're you're like one of those old ladies in the casinos who are just like it's doing nothing but they're just waving their hands along the screen of the uh, slot machine thinking it's gonna actually do something yeah you know what i would love to see um what may i would like to call it millennial casinos i would love to see like you know at some point in our future Basically, just big bars um, with people that come around with drinks on the trays and snacks. They've got Cheetos. They've got Hot Pockets on the trays. And it's just a bunch <laughs> of old old millennials, you know, with their oxygen tanks and everything. And we're just all playing video games <laughs> in these places, in these millennial yeah. casinos. Oh, That'd man. be amazing. Yeah. I wonder who at this point, and I guess moving forward, like if there's going to be like, senior citizen um uh, like gaming tournaments you know what i mean like if that will be part of the profession because we have it's like a huge deal like with the you know the, all those tournaments that go on like street fighter tournaments smash brothers whatever and so or just like even starcraft and things like that so i'm wondering like what who the oldest person is doing it now and like if there's an age limit could i like go into one of those tournaments, like bring my grandpa and be like, oh, he's great. Like he's good. He's better than I am. <laughs> yeah. And like he's allowed himself. in, but we're facing like teenagers. That's what I'm asking. Like, is there is does it scale at all or does it matter? I don't know. Could you imagine, though, like an, an old man like in his 80s or something like that and uh, like accusing another old man of <laughs> cheating? Uh, it wasn't a cheat. I just I canceled the animation. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a legit strategy. You were screen peeking. I want to see it just for that. On a I serious note, though, like I really think playing video games at an older age can help keep you like sharp. Um, Yeah. At least like maybe not any kind of video game, but just the right kinds would help keep you, I guess, your mental state a lot sharper, I would think. But that's me speaking as someone who plays video games a lot. So maybe it doesn't help. Maybe it would do the opposite. Who knows? 
No, I think they actually inadvertently found that when the Wii came out. I think they found that a lot of, um, if I remember right, actually, I think a lot of nursing homes and stuff were actually utilizing the Wii for um Oh, yeah, that'd be smart with the motion control, too, because then you're helping physically and mentally. The only problem I would see with that, and this is like a specific Wii thing is that the motion controls were awful. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, cause I remember even just the, the out of the box Wii sports, like you want to roll that bowling ball, man, it's, it's almost pure luck. If that, <laughs> if that thing yeah. went when you tried to do it. So I don't know. I, I see the merits of it, but, <laughs> but <laughs> they, yeah, maybe, maybe the technology's not there yet. Uh, and that's fine. But it probably it is can now. Get there. At the time, maybe I don't think it was. But. Uh, but I think like there's something with VR too, as like a oh for like sure, helping yeah. someone. Yeah, I, I think that could really help someone's mental capacity stay strong, and or like help people who might be limited in their mobility to have more freedom. Yeah, you, I wonder like how many VR games and stuff like that get hacked or modded on a daily basis to do to do naughty things like things that those games aren't meant to be doing. You know, I mean, you know, there's VR porn. I, I think. There's, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Actual I mean, that's a games like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, so I, I don't know why they, they wouldn't even need to hack them. They already exist. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I had to do a, like um, a little peek behind the curtain here. Uh, one of my projects, let's see, a few months back, I I, I did one a year ago, but then I, I had to do another one a few months back is a voiceover for the top 10 porn games of the year. So <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember and you I, telling me about that. Yeah. And I did. Uh, I do remember there being one or two VR games on the list. So um yeah, the, they definitely exist. Some of the names of these porn games are ridiculous. I remember. Do you remember one, it? Okay, yeah. One was called, I think, Milfy City. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. I'm pretty sure I still have the script around here somewhere. I, I'm curious now to see what the what all the names were. How I'm many, gonna have to find it. How many waifu games were there? There's got to um, be like half of them, right? I don't think there was as many as you would expect. Um, I guess I'm I'm not in touch with the the porn game scene. Yeah, well, I wasn't either until I had to voice the <laughs> the stuff for it <laughs> until it became a job. Just give me like three. Give me what are okay. the top three porn games? I'll I'll give you the I'll give you the or the ones with the best names at the least. The best names. Uh, okay, so one of them is called Taste of Seduction. <laughs> oh, that, so, so that's not bad. Okay, yeah, that that's pretty good, right? Um, yeah. There's one called City of Broken Dreamers. Oh wow, it's a very very serious one. But here's here's the last one I want to read for you. This one, this last title, uh, this title is called Being a Dick. <laughs> <laughs> that that's what it's called. Being a dick. Yeah. Okay. But, but spelled D I K. Uh, so the reason it's it's called that is because it's. I wish it had been D I C, so it could have been being a deek. Deek. No, this yeah. one is that one's totally about. Um. Uh. It's like a fraternity kind of thing, like it's a college thing. So that's why it's D I K. So it's like a play on on things. So. <laughs> You know that that makes me think of the uh, the manga that literally I saw on a shelf in like uh, a Barnes and Nobles called Dick Fight Island. Okay, explain that for me. I don't know what the general consensus or what the what the even summary of it is. It's just like a bunch of dudes fighting on an island, I guess. Over what? <laughs> No idea. But it's called Dick Fight Island. Dick Fight Island. And I'm pretty sure it's mature. I would think just by the title alone. I just yeah, I haven't read I would it. Think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me find a description for it. I want to yeah. see. Uh, I want to know. Okay. Dick Fight Island is set in uh fictional archipelago. How do you say it? Archipel archipelago? Uh archipelago. Yeah. Okay. Made up of eight islands. That, were, that was not discovered by the outside world until the end of the 20th century, blah, 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 too serious. Where does it get to the dick fighting? Um, the eight clans, 
people, blah, blah, blah. Champions face each other in a series of one-on-one fights. Oh, okay, here it is. Okay. The champions face each other in a series of one-on-one fights, the winner being the person who can make the other orgasm first. (laughs) That's... (laughs) that's the dick fighting part oh no that's funny (laughs) they didn't waste any time getting there no it was that lead up and then it's like not mature at all right no 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 no, okay not at all yeah at all (laughs) wow that's amazing oh Oh, what a world what a world we live in folks uh speaking of fighting but with less orgasming um as far as i can tell uh go on I, I was playing not not the full game, but I played a bit of the demo for Street Fighter Six. Oh yeah, bro, it's so fun! <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, uh, I want to get it. the The World Warrior mode thing. Oh my god! Oh, dude, it's so fun. Did you make a really hideous character as you're prone to do? I didn't make him super hideous. What okay. I did was make the biggest, beefiest boy I could do. Because um, my my goal, when I when I saw what all you could do, I was like, I want to make a cyber lumberjack. So I made the tallest, buffest character you could possibly make. And then I gave him some like body paint that makes him look like a, he might be like sort of cyborgish. And he's got like cyborg eyes, like robot eyes and stuff. I named him Cyberjack, and which now makes it sound like our our editor as a program or something. I feel um, like you're almost just ripping off a Tekken character, Jack, who is a cyber character. At least certain renditions of him. Oh, I didn't know that that existed. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, way to make me feel like I I stole something. <laughs> You've now, done nothing. Jerk. Yeah. Fine. Instead, I'll make a a guy with a cheetah head and call him Prince or something. Yeah, totally original idea. No issues with that one. Yeah. You're in training with Luke. He's kind of showing you the ropes and everything. So you get used to to the moveset and everything. What I like about it is like it's um, more sandbox where like you, you can move around in 360, you know, space stuff and and then when you do fight, then it goes to the side, um, you know, side to side thing, which is kind of cool. Like the camera angle changes, but he teaches you everything in the, the dojo, uh, or, or gym. And then you go out into Metro city, which is kind of like a, um, a play on New York. But what's great about this is that like, you can challenge almost anyone you want to fight. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Like, there was, I saw somebody like uppercut a juggler or something yeah. and start combat with them. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I was fighting, I fought old ladies. I fought, <laughs> um, I fought a guy that runs a food truck. The guy you were talking about, the, he was juggling like bot like fire bottles and stuff um he was he was a little tough i fought him i beat the crap out of a mime this oh, of is course. this is the greatest game <laughs> <laughs> as soon as i as soon as i put that mime in the ground i was just like they they've <laughs> done something this yeah, is magic they're really onto something here what what's funny too is like they i feel like they really went over the top with a lot of stuff purposefully and they know they did too uh because like some of the character designs too are just hilariously ridiculous so like like even your 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 uh trainer dude luke the size of this man's forearms are hilarious to me because like they're his forearms alone are bigger than both of my thighs combined (laughs) they're just gigantic they they have you do like all kinds of like really silly missions um as you you do different things like you <laughs> at one point you got to beat a guy up to steal leather from him and then you have to go somewhere else to uh fight someone else in hopes that they give you a belt a special belt buckle from another country and okay <laughs> like that's the whole reason you go to like Italy is to get a belt <laughs> buckle what's 
interesting or cool about that is like you're unlocking different costume components for your character, right? Or and or like move sets. You do unlock different move sets. And this is what I really like about it is like as you journey around, the the more like um let's say masters that you meet, like your Chuntleys or your Zongeefs, Blancas, stuff like that, which will wipe the floor with you. Like you won't win when you fight them, which which makes sense because they're supposed to be these big established fighters. And like, I kind of went in thinking like in this mode, oh, it's just like arcade mode, but with like the, um, being able to run around, do other goofy things, like almost like Grand Theft Auto style, like in between instead, uh, like when you get to them, they beat the snot out of you and humble you real quick. Is it possible to beat them? Man, if if you just grind and level up a lot, maybe you'll have a chance later on. But like at the beginning, I didn't get super far yet. I'm like, I don't see a way. I don't see a way because like you'll go up against one of them who's like level 50 when you're like a level 10. (laughs) So it's like, man, nope, no chance. So you'll do like no damage and they'll like one shot you. Pretty much like you you don't have much of a chance, but what's cool is like, then they'll, they'll teach you some stuff and then you can go into your, like, um, your options for your character. And as you learn more of their style and you can equip some of their moves and level up their, um, fighting style as you use their stuff. And then you can unlock more of like their special moves and things. So you can really customize what your unique character's moveset is based on like who you train with, which is really cool. Yeah, I like I like that a lot. Uh, my my question to you would be before I purchase this game, because it's probably a $70 game. Diablo six or not Diablo six Diablo. What is it? Four? Yeah. Comes out next week on the six. I think is what yes. I was thinking. Um, so are, are you going to play that? Cause if you're going to play that, then I shouldn't, I can't get street fighter because then I won't get to even play it because I'll be playing Diablo four. Oh, I am definitely, yeah, I pre-ordered Diablo four. Oh, okay. So, I pre-ordered. Yeah. I'll see you in hell, bud. We're, we're, <laughs> we're going to hell together. What, what, uh, okay. What class are you going to play? I, I didn't, I haven't decided yet, but, um, I'm I'm liking either barbarian or rogue, but I haven't I haven't completely made that decision yet. Do you have do you have an inkling towards either just yet? Or I, I could go think, necromancer. Yeah, I it's tough. I the only one that I'm I probably won't go sorcerer or necromancer, but the other three I'm torn between. Barbarian, rogue, or druid. Druid was my first thought. So okay. If you're not going to if you don't plan on going druid at all, then I might do that just because there's so much versatility. If I want to be like a melee character, I essentially can be if I just focus on my my bear form or whatever, um, or if I want to be tanky. Um, and then uh, but I, I'm not sure. I know I won't be like as good at melee combat as a barbarian would be. But if I ever decide I want to change things up. I have more options in the druid class. Yeah, I I like the idea of the necromancer because so when Diablo Immortal came out, I did Barbarian because that's usually or no, actually I I think I did Crusader when that one came out. Yeah, you did because you had like a horse thing. Yeah, I, I forgot about that. I'm the horse. I usually go with melee characters right off the bat, but I played. Um, I ended up making um. I think I made a necromancer or something at one point. I don't remember. At one point somewhere I made a necromancer. Maybe I'm thinking of Diablo 3 and I just remember really, really enjoying it. So maybe, maybe I'll do a necromancer. Um, I'm looking at the the rogue right now and I'm not sure that I want to do the rogue. So What about them? I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just looking at the this talents and I'm just like, eh, I think I want to do something else um, rather than doing like traps and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking it'll probably be barbarian or necro, but I'm thinking necro sounds kind of fun. So might do that. OK, 
Yeah, yeah, I uh my only caveat for druid like and not going druid would be I I usually like seeing my characters armor slash weapon changes. Yeah. And if I'm in beast form all the time and I don't know how like wide of a range of beast forms I can go. I don't know if those are customizable at all or if those get changed any. I know in past games they haven't really, but Right. It it helps me kind of break up the monotony of something if I'm able to change weapons or change armor or whatever. Sure. So to not see that on a druid is like the reason I didn't play a druid in WoW is for that same reason. Yeah, I understand that. I don't know that you'd be able to stay in bear form all the time, though. Like, I feel like you probably have a limit on things. Like, oh, it's yeah, probably sure. got to cool down. I would think. I don't. I don't know for sure. So I'm guessing that you would have to be in your regular form at times so that you'd be able to see how cool you are. Yeah, but but I wouldn't be able to dual wield two handed weapons yeah. <laughs> like a barbarian can. So right, it's like exactly. Do I want to see two giant swords? Maybe. Yeah. Do you want to be a tornado of blades like barbarians <laughs> are want to do? Possibly. Because that's always fun. Um, but yeah, the idea of necromancer is always cool to me. But uh, just casters aren't usually my go-to normally. At least pure casters. Yeah, I like the I like the summoning aspect of the necromancers. Like being able to build like a little army that run around and do things. I think that's kind of fun. Um. Especially uh, more from the idea of like creating chaos that way. I just think that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, Um, yeah, definitely. I liked the idea of like uh, demon summoners and stuff too. Like that was kind of a cool thing that uh, I think Warlocks did in WoW. Warcraft, yeah. Yeah, I am excited for it. I think I heard that it's got a battle pass, which I'm like, ugh, not another one. But, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not paying into that thing. Like, that's dumb. I, and I think it's going to be only cosmetic stuff anyway. I hope so. Probably. Because yeah. I'm I'm so sick of Blizzard Activision doing Battle Pass garbage. Like, ugh, they are just like money grubbing everything at this point. It sucks. It's so obnoxious. I mean, it's the higher ups. You can't really blame the oh, team, yeah. I guess. It's Bobby Kotick. It's that idiot. Kotick, Kotick, I don't know. That guy's that guy's a piece of garbage. Always has been, always will be. Um, he's always in there just to make a profit. And I don't know. It, I feel like he is everything that is wrong with, um, well, obviously he's not everything that's been wrong with that company, but <laughs> he's like, I think he is kind of the, um, I'll say the epitome of what is wrong with that company you know sure okay so yeah i'm i'm not happy about that kind of thing especially like me and you talked about before like when we first started playing diablo immortal the way that that one was set up like i felt was pretty predatory on people that might have addictions to gambling spending money things like that um i don't know yeah that's that uh, I mean, that's just like the the thing with any kind of like pay to do a thing like uh, pay to enhance your experience, even if it's just cosmetic. Some people are very attached to that. Like, I'm sure there's people who spent a ton of money on um, Marvel Snap and just, that's true. and all you're all you're getting is cosmetic changes. I mean, you get more cards to potentially with that but you're not paying for the extra cards except with the like season pass things you get some or whatever but it's like the if the ability is there to get something extra and it's just a button click away it's going to be hard to stop some people from impulsively doing that especially younger like kids that's why they have those parental locks but if those aren't set in place like your kid's going to be spending all your money because they don't understand the value of it at all. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Uh, that, uh, yeah. Parental controls on everything. You're going to have to start setting those up soon. I know. I'm going to have to. Because uh, as soon as baby's out, she's going to be playing Marvel <laughs> Snap. Gonna be, yeah, they're, man, they get to it pretty fast now. I, like, that game was developed, too, by people that left Blizzard Activision. Because uh, they were the developers of uh, Hearthstone. 
There's a lot of it's, the same team members. It's a great game. I'm not trying to talk the game down at all, and nor the the system of just like update upgrading things cosmetically. Like that's a good idea. If you're gonna have a battle pass, that's the way to do it. I don't know. Like I'm not speaking from somebody who is addicted to like gambling or things like that, but I know some people seriously are. So that's a it's tough for um, people like that. I'm sure. Uh, I I've got one question I want to ask you because this has been plaguing my mind. With um baby being imminent uh, uh-huh. for me for for those listening that that don't know what I'm talking about I'll be a dad real soon when this goes out probably within a week um so I was thinking the other day and I I was missing it to Rochelle and I was just like as she gets older I'm like what's gonna be the first video game I introduce her to like like video game proper. You know, not like the little um, because I'm sure there's going to be like little learning games and apps and stuff like that on. Yeah, you got to get her math blaster for sure. Yeah, uh, but I'm like, I don't know if that still exists or no, if it's playable yeah, I, even. <laughs> yeah, but like what's going to be like the first like, you know, real game we introduce her to that like she plays. Here's what I'm going to throw out there. You don't have to listen to me, but I feel like it's important. Okay, I'll I tell you listen. why. Oh, oh, okay, okay, but but try to listen to me. Oh, okay. right, I'll try. So I would say, please start her with at at the bare minimum Super Nintendo level of graphics slash uh, gameplay, because if you don't, if you start her too high up the scale graphic wise, it's going to she's not going to be able to go back and look at that nostalgically and be like, oh, I appreciate this game. She's just going to be like. Oh, this game doesn't look as good as this other game that I played. And I say that because my nieces are like that. Oh. I tried to I tried to show them a Super Nintendo game. I was like, oh, dude, look how awesome these pixels are. Like, oh, that looks like that looks terrible. It doesn't look <laughs> as good as our 3D stuff. It's like, oh, man, oh, no. that makes me real sad. So I'm saying that because I, I hope that your daughter is able to at least appreciate that because this is where she started with her dad or whatever. Yeah, so maybe something like because uh, we do have a Super Nintendo, and and I know Rochelle's talked about. Well, maybe we should hook up like our old systems and stuff like that, whip those out, you know, play some old Super Nintendo or Sega games and stuff like that in front of her. Um, so maybe yeah. it'll be something like a Mario World, or even go like older school with original nes or something um yeah i mean you if you want to take her that far back sure what if we whip out an atari uh (laughs) just like here's pong yeah this is what video this is how advanced video games are now yeah and she'll just get to watch them grow as she grows what the only warning i'll say is like if she's going to be talking to like kids at school about the game she's playing and she's talking about like super nintendo games She's probably going to be a reject. She's going to be one of those people who gets like made fun of a lot because <laughs> she's not playing the current games or she's not playing the Fortnites or a counterpoint. What uh-huh. if she becomes super cool and like super hipster right away? Because like, because okay. like maybe she's she just, can start a movement. Yeah. Because like, what if um some kid like talks there and they're like, oh yeah, are you playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare 37? And she's <laughs> like, really, you play that? Nah, I'm a retro gamer. I'm I'm playing Final Fantasy 6 and they're like, oh, dude, that's crazy. Don't, they're like, don't you what mean do you think? three? And she's like, no, six in the u.s yeah, no yeah or six in six in japan yeah three in the u.s and let me explain why Please. that is yeah <laughs> <laughs> you nerd yeah what if what if i equip her with that knowledge i hope that's the case <laughs> she'll either be the coolest kid or the most insufferable kid she pulls out, out like she, uh, out of her backpack she pulls out this old dusty nintendo power that's just falling <laughs> apart and she blows all the dust off of it into this kid's face. Or she just, she just pulls out a printout from GameFAQs like oh, man. of a walkthrough of something. Right. Oh, geez. Also blows the dust off of that because I don't think anybody does that anymore. Right. So not like 
Fortnite as a first game. We've established no, please, <laughs> none of that. Please, I, I know what game I won't introduce her to, which is Gollum. Have you seen oh. all of that? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so much so that the the publishers or the developers even apologize <laughs> about it being so bad. But here's the best part of that. And I don't know if you saw this. When they put out the apology, they misspelled the name of their own game in their apology. (laughs) So instead of saying, you know, the Lord of the Rings Gollum within that apology, it literally said like the Lord of Ring Gollum. Lord (laughs) of Ring Gollum. Yeah. Okay. So it was just kind of like, you know, they were kind of apologizing for, you know, sort of the carelessness, the um, the lack of effort, the lack of detail <laughs> and in, even in this game. In their apology, it lacks effort <laughs> and detail. Exactly. <laughs> I saw a really I saw a really funny uh, comment about that. The Lord of Ring thing where it's like, well, I guess he is the Lord of Ring because he's gotten so many zeros and zeros are technically rings. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Have you seen any of the gameplay footage? Have you looked at any of it? I, I've seen a little bit of it. Like it, even like if it was a good game, it wouldn't be one that I would want to play. It, looks it, it just so doesn't bad. look fun. No, yeah. it looks so bad. It's just, um, I mean, a lot of people are comparing it to, they're like, wow, this looks like a PlayStation 2 game or a PlayStation 3. Like, it, oh man, it's so bad. I think one of my favorite <laughs> things, I saw a video where um, it's like Gollum's like looking over a cliff and then you can, like he's he's trying to look down on some like NPCs or something. But clearly off in the distance, you can see what's supposed to be some like um, creatures, some army or something kind of walking like a path. But it's basically just like pixelated. I don't know. It looks like Atari graphics moving across. (laughs) It's that bad. And it's just like, wow, they didn't even try with this thing, man. (laughs) Um, and let alone from what I understand, like almost half of the game is just you being caught by another party being put in a, in some sort of prison and having to escape. And it just keeps happening. Like that's like all this game is, is you constantly just being put in another type of prison and then having to get out. And it's just like, how did they come up with this? Or were they just like, man, I got kind of an idea, but like, I don't know what to do with it. And they're just like, I don't know. Let's just, let's throw it together and put it out because people will buy it. And they were sorely mistaken because nobody's going to buy this thing. I mean, people pre-ordered it already and stuff and are probably full of regret. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I like I've never seen such a I don't know like such a disappointment. Uh, I like, mean there there are plenty of terrible games out there. It's just usually not on that level, that scale. Yeah, yeah, scale. Yeah, especially like behind a a property like that. Especially like one that has put out a lot of good games. Because like um you know like I think of like Shadow of Mordor was such a huge widely received game um lord of the rings online really really popular and then this like they just ruining their ip so oh god that's embarrassing can't win them all no can't win them all um have you been doing anything else this week playing anything else watching anything else not really like I, I it was a really busy work week so a lot of my time was just spent doing that and then trying to decompress and then playing a little bit of tears of the kingdom like i was talking about earlier only other thing that i've been doing i, I talked about noragami several episodes ago but i've been reading the manga for it because that goes way past the um the anime because the anime only got two seasons then ended so reading the manga and it's fantastic it's just as good and maybe even better uh so definitely recommend noragami to anyone it's so much fun um and then we started watching doom patrol because oh yeah we had never watched it so we watched the first episode and like immediately loved it um gave us a lot of like umbrella academy vibes but uh, yeah i i loved it and i gotta say brandon fraser freaking steals the show in this 
He's so good. So um, yeah, already a big fan after just one episode of it. So yeah, I, have I think, you seen it? Yeah, I've watched a couple episodes. I haven't like watched the whole thing at all. But you know what I did watch was good. Yeah, I it's think just like finding the time to watch shows is tough. Yeah, especially when it's like uh, they're like hour long episodes, which I think yeah, this was. that really dissuades me from watching things. Yeah, especially unfortunately like the last several nights because we've had so much going on we were able to squeeze one episode of doom patrol in but then it's just like man we don't have a lot of time to sit and watch stuff so it's just been like um maybe an episode of bob's burgers a night and then that's been pretty much it so but i'll always take bob's burgers because that show's amazing i will say like i've been having a lot of self-reflection this week and uh, really like seeing why i should go and see a therapist because <laughs> Because like I have like a, a huge thing where I need people to like me even if I don't like them and and or like I'm just OK, I, I, how, how to explain this. So I, I I want somebody's approval, even if it's just to get their approval and then I can move on and I don't need to really speak with that person anymore. So like, mm. I don't, I don't know why exactly. I just am so desperate for the approval of others, even if it doesn't affect my life in any way past that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And maybe there's some people that can relate to this or explain it better than I can. But I, I guess it's just like, I have a real struggle with thinking that people don't like me. If, if like they're short with a response in some way or they you know, don't respond in a way that I am thinking they will. And then I'm like, oh, this person hates me or this person just doesn't like me and I don't know why. And then it like turns into me trying to figure that out and trying to gain that person's, um, I guess, attention, even if like I wouldn't have been interested in getting it had I not thought that they didn't like me. So I don't know what that is, but I I need to talk to a therapist. Did this happen because of the anime thing? Because you no, didn't no, no. get this was, all the numbers. No, th it wasn't. No, this this was long <laughs> before that. This has yeah. been this whole week. I've been yeah. thinking about that. I I do think. I mean, I mean, I I would recommend therapy for anybody. I see a therapist every usually every two or three weeks, and I've been doing that for about the last year. But I I've seen therapists on and off most of my life. But yeah, I. I recommend it at all times, even if like you're not going through anything like bad or anything per se, like it, it's always helpful to have more understanding about like the way you tick, you know? Yeah. And, just some perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And, and also like helping you th like make decisions and things like that. And, and not necessarily like then they don't give like opinion or input on you making decisions, but like, um, helping you open up your kind of thought process and things like that so that you can make the best decisions and stuff for yourself. So um, I always recommend that to, to anyone out there that, um, you know, wants to um, get more insight, has a lot on their minds, anything like that. So uh, for sure. Absolutely. I, I think yeah. it would do you wonders. So it, yeah, because there is it, it plagues my mind for a period of time after like an interaction happens. And I feel like I don't like the way that interaction went. And then I just am consumed by it thinking about like alternatives and almost like a video game where it's like, Oh, what choice should I have chosen or what <laughs> option should I have chosen? I chose C, yeah. but I really should have chosen a, and now I regret choosing C, but I don't have a save point. I can go back to. I, I'm like almost a completely opposite thing. I tend to catch myself practicing. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I, just, I, I tend to catch myself practicing what I'm going to say to somebody, even if it's not a uh, difficult conversation. Like if I'm going to um, tell someone about like a funny story that happened or about my day or something, for whatever reason, I tend to go through the conversation in my head before it happens. And then sometimes I even say some of the words out loud when I'm by myself and I'm like, wow, I'm a crazy person. <laughs> no, I think that's I think that's probably the better way to do things than my way, which is 
go in and then brain turn off and then I just bleh, vomit words to the person as they're talking to me. It's only after the fact that I'm like, oh, man, it would have been so good if I had said this instead. It's like, <laughs> oh, what if I said this? And that's where it's like it fills me with a lot of um, I, I don't I don't know. It fills me with a lot of dread when I don't feel like I've been human enough when I'm talking to somebody. Yeah, I get that. I, I, I th- that I can relate to at, at certain points. I, I do the thing, too, where sometimes I revisit the conversation, which I think is a little bit more along the lines of like what you do. So like, yeah. um, uh, like, especially let's say like if I just had a conversation with someone, whether at home, uh, uh, a work thing or something, and then I'm driving and you know, nothing else is really going on. Like I'll say whatever I just said, I'll say it out loud again in the car. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, that sounds so stupid. And then I'm just like, yeah, I like say it out loud. And then I'm like, how did that come on? You know, I'm like, (laughs) yeah. And then I feel weird, but yeah. And then the worst part is trying to recover from something like that, where it's like, okay, how can I step back? And what can I say to this person that will instantly recover the damage that I've done in the previous conversation. If you even did any damage in the first place, or if it's just all in your head, it's probably all in my head, but I need people to be like as responsive or as detailed with things as I am. And maybe it's just part of, uh, you know, neurodivergency that I have or something where it's like, I just need people to be very direct sometimes with me, or at least if they're playing coy, do it in a way that I understand. <laughs> because like, <laughs> if you're just doing it and if you're just like being mysterious to be mysterious, then it's like, I'm, I don't get it. And I'm just, it bothers me. And it, it's like, it's hard for me to like parse through all of that. Um, so I'll try to recover from it by sending another message or something and then if they don't respond to that, then I'm like, oh, God, I've made things worse. <laughs> oh, so basically every conversation for you is like a game of chess at this point. It is really, it's saying. mental chess. Absolutely. Even if it, even if no one else is playing, I'm playing with myself and I'm constantly putting myself in checkmate. That, that sounds exhausting. So, yeah, I, I, I do think that that is definitely candidate to talk about. Moral of the story. I should probably speak with the therapist. Yeah, that's, that's probably a good idea. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I I would definitely recommend that. But I, I feel like that's probably everything you're talking about. I feel like is you know not abnormal for a lot of people to to have the same kind of thoughts, feelings, stuff like that. Like I definitely get stuff like that too. And I also I just need to remind myself more or be okay with the fact that you're just not gonna you just you're not gonna like be everybody's cup of tea just like not everybody's my cup of tea some people don't even like tea just to begin with right exactly Uh, so it's like you're not gonna jive well with everybody and i i need to accept that instead of trying to be everybody's thing or everybody's friend or whatever like some people just don't like you for a reason that you can't possibly control yep you just gotta let that roll off a little bit so yeah but that that some of that's like you know it takes some time to like get used to practice cognitive uh, behavior kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's just so much easier when people like you right away because then <laughs> I don't have to even think about it. I'm like, oh, good. Another friend. And that's why you need to develop mind control, you know? Well, then, then it would be boring because then there's no challenge. Well, I mean, maybe. OK, so then maybe it's mind control with like a caveat of like it's a battle of wills. You know, like like you have to train up your will. Or what if it's like limited use? Like there you go. Or or a percent chance of success. It's like mind control, but maybe the will is where the percent chance comes in. It's like, oh, this person, you've only got a 25% chance to do it. You can try. What if, because I know you like working out, what if it's linked to your physical prowess? You know? Oh, man. Your mind control is linked to how strong you are. Like, you got to get stronger. <laughs> mentally, <laughs> but I have to get physically stronger to get mentally, mentally stronger. stronger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there really is some truth to that because I do feel 
more, I guess I feel more confident, I'll say, which ties directly into my willpower when it comes to, when it comes to like being in good shape. Like if I feel good, if I feel like I look good, then I feel good about myself, yeah. which feeds into my confidence, which makes me a better conversationalist. Well, I mean, yeah, there, there's definitely links to that. Like, you know, the more exercise you do, like the more like endorphins get released and like, you know, all, all the good happy chemicals in your brain get released. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for you. Speaking of uh, doing like exercise and things that are good for your body, I should probably go do that because I haven't done that in the last couple of days and I'm due. So let's get out of here. Big thank you to Lance Conrad for the use of our theme song, Rebels of Our Own Kind. As always, if you enjoyed the show, please let us know by throwing us a rating and writing a review wherever you're able to do so. Or you can share your favorite episodes and clips on social media, which would be a huge help for us. You can find us on all the things at NerdSlothHQ or visit our website at NerdSloth.com where you can learn more about us and keep up to date on all the latest and greatest projects we're working on. There you can also find a link to our merch store and info about our very active Discord community and our Patreon where you'll find hundreds of hours of bonus content from all the various NerdSloth projects. And that is it for us this week. My name is Chris. I'm Joseph. And go get go get your therapy. You need it. <laughs> That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> or very insulting, depending on how people take it. Yeah.